One time, singing my life with his words. Two time, killing me softly with his song. Killing me softly with his song. Telling my whole life with his words. Killing me softly with his song. Hey y'all, welcome back to a brand new episode of Growing Up Gay. It is your boys, Vaughn. It is your boy, Malik. Yes, yes, yes. Uh, So we are back at it with a new episode, friend. How have you been in in the past week or so since we last uh, recorded in this thing? Y'all, I was stressing over a nigga who I only had been talking to for five weeks. And when I mean stressing, I'm going to use that to loosely. Dumb, Sorry, in Trina this... took my spirit, which oh. leads into our episode. So go ahead. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> so I was like, you know, stressing over a nigga who was not reciprocating the same amount of energy I was giving. Mm-hmm. And it was making me feel like, oh, like, and, and I'm the kind of person where I would like, I, I love to see progress, right? Mm-hmm. So I'm going to like, schedule a date. I'm going to like hang out with you. I'm going to like, you know, like keep this keep this train moving. But I begin to realize like, damn, I'm I'm kind of getting fatigued with this. Like, why does it feel like I'm the only person that's giving the energy? Like if if I don't call you, we don't talk. If we, if I don't text you, we don't text. Mm. You know, um I'm realizing that I oh wow, in, in this month relationship, I'm the only person that's actually initiated a date. We've been on um a few Several dates together at this point, but mm-hmm. all of them I've I've initiated, mm. and I was like, damn, like hmm, that that I I, I begin to like just kind of just figure the dots out, bitch, and put it together. I was thinking like, damn, bitch, I'm sitting here spinning my wheels, and I'm exhausted because this nigga is not giving me shit, mm-hmm. and that is whack. It's so, called bad religion. That's that's, that's what, what it Frank is. Ocean called it. It's bad. That unrequired. He said, "What did Frank say?" And if it brings me to my knees, it's a bad religion. Ooh. I don't know that song. It's yeah, it's called Bad Religion. Yeah. It's a well, shout out to Frank. Um, Taxi driver. But Be uh, much for the hour. so my week's been overall, it's been it's better. It's definitely beautiful today because I chopped. Well, girl, fuck I, that I chopped his ass in half today. Right. I called him up this morning. I did this. How you? This how I know I was on the right path. I called him this morning. Right. I'm like, hey, um, I wanted to catch up with you to tell you about how I've been feeling. Mm-hmm. The conversation lasted three minutes and 50 seconds. Ooh. Because after I told him the whole story about how, so I asked him to be my, my Valentine's Day, my, mm. my Valentine. And this nigga's response was, y'all, I called him on the phone. I'm like, hey, do you have plans, do you have plans for, for Valentine's Day? He says, no. I'm like, okay, well, would you like, would you like to do my Valentine? This man says, yeah, we can do that. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> Whoa, nigga, nigga, excuse me. It's not lunch. Right, <laughs> like this. I, okay, so that's his response, and it it definitely it triggered me. I was like, wow, like okay, like that's. And then after he says that, y'all, he immediately gets up the phone and tells me that his mom's calling him, mm. so he has to hang up. 
Not the lie. A lie. A whole lie. He hangs up the phone. 45 minutes later, he calls back. And when he calls back, he makes no mention of the ask before we hung up the phone. So I was like, even, even another you know, example of him not reciprocating, him not showing interest in the right. way that I was. And um, so today I, I called him so up. raggedy sometimes. I told him, the, yeah, niggas be real raggedy. Real I raggedy. told him the story about how I felt and he said two things to me. Okay. Not an okay. He gave me an okay after the story. And then I said to him, thank you for listening. He said, yes, sir. And that was it. So oh. I, was th- I was thinking like, how? What's his son? I don't know what the- this nigga's a Virgo. Oh, that makes sense. September twentieth is his birthday. Yeah, that makes sense. What's Virgos it? are a little icy when they it, it was, they he was be. very icy, but it it was just so interesting how niggas can be night and day because yeah. the first two the first three weeks he was on me right beautiful this this and that. Oh, I can't wait to see you. How are, like it was? It was very romantic the wow. first few weeks, and I don't know what the fuck happened. Well, I, I think I don't even I don't know what the fuck happened. But all in all, y'all, I took back my motherfucking power, and it was like, uh, uh-uh. uh, fuck that nigga. Chop. Goodbye. Good day. Good riddance. <laughs> Next. Next. Like like MTV. Next. Next. Yeah. A, a nigga hop off the bus and get next immediately. <laughs> <laughs> that show was wild. It was awful. Yeah. The way they did. The way they did MTV did people. some things back in the day. Oh, they did some horrible. They hor- did some. A lot of their shows did not age they well. They had some carrying on going on. Uh huh. Yeah. Uh huh. Yeah. Um, but other than that, my week's been my week's been cool. Um. You know, working in these streets, teaching in these streets, planning in these streets. I went to um, America's Mart. Uh, me and my mom. Wait, is that happening still? Uh, the show ended Friday. I didn't know they. Were, I didn't think they would be doing it because of you know Coronisha. Oh yeah. That, oh yeah. The show must go. The girls on. was in there with masks. And the girls selling the gir- their products. The girls are in there with masks. Yeah. So we went to the mm-hmm. mart um, for the for the apparel show. Um, that was Friday. Oh, I'm, I remember. I'm, that used to be such a huge... As someone that worked in hospitality, America's Mart was always like a big thing. Oh, it's a huge thing. Yeah. They Especially would take over in the, the hospi- city. Yeah, they take... It would be... And I've been I've been going to markets a, around the country for the last... You have. Because I remember years. when I was a supervisor in front yeah, office. Yeah, we, 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 we used to we, talk we, about We would talk it. about yeah. it on the phone all yeah. the time about how... <laughs> You know how busy market is. We, <laughs> right. you know, we've been I'm like, bitch, well, yeah, like, I'm at work. I'm like, girl, I'm downtown right. working. But um, so market was, it was, and it, it's it's very bleak. It's light, yeah. light crowds. Wow. But we went and we met with um, an activewear manufacturer who's going to be manufacturing um, the spring summer line for Amador. Come through spring summer. Spring summer joggers. <laughs> <laughs> no charade. Listen, no we charade. need to do a whole episode on Real Housewives of Atlanta and, 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 and just give their them quotes. their things with give quotes their and good because that was listen that is a franchise. Spring summer. Uh, they need to fire about everyone except for Portia right now. I haven't even watching it. I don't blame. You. But can we talk about how Candy put out that um that ad for 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 um for bedroom candy and she's in that milk bath candy i love you you're a queen you are a busy woman but you can't do everything <laughs> sometimes you have to go out and, hi- and hire, hire a model mm-hmm. and not saying she's not a model but she's, she's not, not a, model. a model she's not she's a model, model. she's okay. not a model listen they, they can put you they can put you People in as much hair and makeup yeah. they can put you in full drag but it's still not gonna work yeah and that was my week thank you yeah <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> um, my week was good. It was really busy. Um, work has actually been like good, and I hope I'm not jinxing myself by saying that. Um, it's been real chill. 
I was, it was, you ever like be so chilly? Like, did, you, did I get fired? <laughs> <laughs> Do I still work in this bitch? I ain't heard right. shit. They ain't bothering me. Is this like my, my last week and y'all ain't like, tell me? Like, it was so chill. Um, but after doing some, you know, inquiring, I was informed that that's just essentially how business is at this time of year. So I'm loving it because I'm really bus- busy with my own personal shit with school and a business and like life. That has me, all those three things have me very busy. So if work can just give me a ho- another two months of this, I will greatly appreciate it. Um, but yeah, I've just been, um, like I said, busy doing shit, trying to keep keep my head above water. Making a way we can. Temporary layoff. Listen, I've, that's where I've been. Um, just busy. But it's a good busy. I'm getting things done. I'm testing formulas. I'm testing scents for things. I'm having business meetings with my partners. Um, literally, prior to recording this episode, I was on a, a call for like an hour, hour and a half. Um, just trying to get geared up because time flies. Like, time flies, and, like, before you know it, it'll be when it, stuff is supposed to come out, and I just want to make sure everything is right, everything smells good, everything is good um, for you beautiful people to enjoy. Um, but, yeah, that's that's pretty much been, that's pretty much been my, my week. I, you know, I would say I need to get my life together, because I, I have, oh, I've been working out, too. Listen, I forgot how important core workout is core is everything y'all everything and, and it's y'all, been can, can i together. say this a strong core does not mean a six-pack it doesn't let's be clear it doesn't a strong core does not mean a six-pack ladies and gentlemen it y'all. doesn't it doesn't um but yeah no i've been i've actually been really enjoying the gym getting up at my little five thirties. you know be at the gym by 5 45 6 o'clock having a good workout coming home um so yeah i've just been i've been good Blessed be. Thank the Lord. Cause, I like that. Blessed you know, be. Blessed be. Blessed be. Yes. And with that being said, we're going to mosey on over to our Get It Together for the week. All right, you guys. This is the Get It Together. You know what time it is. A health-based tip, a fitness tip, something mm-hmm. that Vaughn and I are working on, something something that's resonant with us this week. Um, Earlier, I was talking with you guys about how, you know, I just cut off a guy that I was dating for five weeks. Um, but in the midst of me dating, dating that guy for five weeks, I also kind of started, I started talking to another guy in the midst of this like five week period. That is so Libra of you. Oh yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, One I, thing about a Libra, baby, don't, and, don't be sad because the door is closing. They know another one's opening. Oh, okay? another, another one's opening. Yeah. So, but, but then that door has since closed and I closed it. I closed that door too. And, and all in all, my get it together is it's called RAIN. So RAIN is an acronym. It stands for recognize allow investigate and nurture Mm. and this this acronym became relevant to me this week because of kind of like the anxiety i've been feeling around um standing up for myself and also kind of asking for what i need and you know when when, when it's time for, for me to ask what i need and so rain the first thing is recognize it says say 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 the truth start with heart what are you feeling? What are your non-reactive feelings? Um, then, we, then we say allow. So allow the state of being to happen. Allow yourself to feel that way. Allow yourself to, you know, just be with the feelings, be with the emotions. Then the next thing is I for investigate. How does it feel? Why do I feel? This, where, why? Then the last is in for nurture. Your most vulnerable part of yourself wants to say something. What does it want to say? 
And so, mm. all in all, I was going through that, those steps, you know, th- these last few weeks, just trying to, like, figure out for myself what it is I'm feeling and why do I feel this way, right? Mm-hmm. And then how do I ask for, for what I need? So, quick story. I hooked up with the guy, mm-hmm. just oral. We're in the bed, 69, and going off, doing our thing, getting Come our on, just oral. Right? Just oral. <laughs> just, just oral. That should be the name of a toothpaste brand. Just oral. Just oral. That's all we worry about here. That's just not oral. all we worry about over here. Nothing just oral. else. Yeah. So we're messing around doing our thing. And it was the most transactional situation I've ever been in. Hmm. Because. Really? A 69 was the most transactional? I'm going to tell you how it ended. Well. <laughs> uh, so it. We're we're being oral, and then we stop, and then we do you know we start jacking off or whatever. So we're we're doing our thing, we're getting our lives. Wait, why are you jacking off? Never mind. See, I'm about to get too a little nasty. Well, because listen, some niggas don't want to oral for thirty minutes, or oral for twenty minutes, or oral for fifteen. That's true. And and I'm niggas. Although if you're good, at it. and I'm niggas, okay. <laughs> if you're good at it, you 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 get a more. you get a good fifteen <laughs> you minutes from me. Y'all feel me out there if you Because really I'm it. not. I'm, if the jaws is jaws in, then they jaws in. The jaws not jaws in. Okay. <laughs> I I I'm not the headmaster. <laughs> you're not. The, I'm not the headmaster. I'm master. the head in charge. <laughs> I I like doing it. I will do it. Yeah. But it's it's not gonna be. I have to really like you. In order to be good at it, uh, yeah. That's I always say that sucking dick is not. It's something that you. I there's listen. You gotta there's, commit to there's it. There's two dick suckers, the one that sucks it for themselves, mm-hmm. and the one that sucks it for the person they're with. True, amen. It, it that's it. Yeah. And I am a dick sucker that sucks it for the person. For the person I'm you're with. with. Okay. Not because I enjoy it. Yeah. But we're doing our thing, and then we stop the whole oral fiasco. And then we're just like jacking off. As we're jacking off, it was taking me a little bit longer. Mm-hmm. Okay, I needed. I just needed a little, a little bit more time. You need a little bit more. He your was rug. rushing the fuck out of me, you guys. Oh, uh, are you ready, bitch? No, obviously not. Oh, well, no. Was he trying to do like a let's come at the same time, or uh, well, did he already receive? He was. He was already about to come. And that's fine. Baby didn't come. But I, that's what I told him. I was like, listen, go ahead and come. Just, right. just. So he comes, y'all. After he comes, this nigga jumps up out of the bed and leaves me right there. Cool. Okay. So I'm like, oh, wow. This is interesting. So then he comes back and, and he's like, bitch, this is interesting. He's like toweling himself off. Did not bring a towel for the doll at all. <laughs> not, cool. not a warm, not a warmth. Nothing. No warmth. No nothing. Warm didn't bring anything. Wow. So um, y'all are not hospitable in these streets at all. Terrible host. Have manners. Anyway, so Home he manners. doesn't bring a towel for me, and then I, you know, I finally, I was like, you know what? Let me go ahead and just get my nut off. I'll keep done with this <laughs> right. shit. So I quickly make myself come, and then he's like, "Well, what you about to do?" <laughs> bitch, ah! bitch. When I tell you, he hit me with the yeah. So I think I need to do some other stuff now. What you got going on? I'm like, and then my face, I, my face said it all. Well, damn, bitch. My face said it all. And he's like, oh my bad. I mean, I'm sorry. I'm not trying. To. I was like, no, 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 no. It's fine. I was like, I was like, no. It's it's fine. It's fine. So. I say all this to say this is this is someone who courted me for two weeks. Why do the gays do that? This is somebody who courted me for two weeks, calling my phone all the time. There will be times when I would not call him for two days in a row just because I'm a very spacey person sometimes, especially right. when I'm just just not getting to know you. 
he was like, oh, wh- wh- why have not talked to you? What are you doing? Like, just very, like, letting me know that he was, like, was trying to fuck with me or whatever. He was all on your body. He was all, he was all, it was, it was all up front. It was all a game. Wow. And so, all in all, I have been realizing that these last two weeks, I've dealt with two men that could not reciprocate the love and respect that I needed. And that I felt like was just, honestly, fucking, like, this isn't rocking science, guys. Right. You know, treat someone how you like to be fucking treated. And so I had, to, I had to come to the conclusion that, you know what? I was thinking I'm someone that sometimes I will beat up on myself. I was like, oh, my God, I've, you know, I've been in therapy the last three and a half years. And I've, you know, done a lot of internal work to excavate the shit that doesn't work for me and try to add right. in new things that do. And so sometimes when things happen, I'm like, oh, my gosh, like, ugh. Well, have I really been doing the work? But yes, I've been doing the work because I was able to actually put the work in mm. action. You know, like um, I was reading this thing and it says that in the sutras, it says that whenever you are trying to use a new behavior and mm-hmm. you make the decision, you're going to be tested within immediately. Immediately you'll be tested. And mm-hmm. my test was, will you allow yourself to feel how you felt before? Mm-hmm. Will you stand up for what you deserve, for, for what you want in your life? Or will you just kind of settle like dust? Mm, I had a conversation and, about that And, and that was something that wasn't, it, it, it was like, a, it was an, it's a non-negotiable for me. I was like, you yeah. know what? I'm, I'm going to investigate my feelings. I'm, and and it, it took me two weeks to really be clear about what it is that I was feeling right. and why. But that's the time I took for myself. And then I came out feeling good because I was like, wow, I am affirming my worth, I'm affirming what I feel, and that, you know, these emotions that I have are relevant, that I'm not making this shit up. This is happening. So all in all, you guys, reign, recognize, allow, investigate, and nurture. That's my get it together. That's a little tip. If you want to use that technique, quote me. Thank you. (laughs) I was just giving you background music. (laughs) Listen. Sometimes it's soft as a misty rain. Thank you. (laughs) (laughs) What you got for us, Ron? Um, I actually don't have a get it together for this week. That's fine. Um, That's why I was just giving you background music. I'm getting myself together this week. It's pretty much... Y'all, Ron came in here having a a conference call with his two people. I told you, listen, I'm running. He is moving and grooving. He's been Running. moving and grooving the last few weeks. Actually, the last few months, honestly. Yeah. And we are proud of him. Thank you, friend. So I want y'all to be uplifting my friend in prayer. Thank you, friend. Aw. This was not planned. This is not planned. Not on the outline. No, seriously. It was not planned. <laughs> at we all. We uplifted him because he's out here hustling these streets. I see it. I hear it. Bam. Thank you, friend. Now, with that being said, we'll take a quick break and we'll go right into our Growing Up Gay. Yes. Be right back. Hey y'all, it's Vaughn. Before we dive into this week's Growing Up Gay, I just wanted to remind everyone to please rate the podcast on iTunes and Spotify. Five-star ratings and comments help to grow the show and we would greatly appreciate it. Now, back into this week's episode. Alright, so we are back with this week's Growing Up Gay. And this week's Growing Up Gay is going to be a little different. We're going to take a little detour from the typical uh, conversation that we have around here. And I wanted to have um, just a discussion on bad bitches. Bad bitches only. Bad bitches bad only. Bitches only. Um, and this all stemmed uh, for me from the uh, Chloe Bailey discourse that's been happening all over the timeline. Um, 
if you have social media and you are a person of color, then there's an eight out of 10 chance. Um, I'm going to give a little room for our, well, seven out of 10 chance. I'm going to give a little room for our Asian and East Asian and community and, you know, the, the, the non-informed blacks. But if you are, you know, caught up on all things black in America, at least, then you've probably heard the conversations about Chloe Bailey um, and people trying to control her narrative um, and trying to weaponize the same thing that they praise her for against her. Um, so for those who aren't aware, Chloe Bailey, one half of the duo, um, Chloe and Hallie. Chloe and Hallie. Wow, I just blanked. Sorry. <laughs> yes. Natives of the ATL. Yes, natives of the ATL, one half of uh, Chloe and Hallie. Um, she's 22 years old. Um, she got her own social, well, both of them got their own social medias. Uh, this is something that's clearly been in the works for a while. They've both been taking independent projects with Hallie doing uh, Little Mermaid. Chloe has been doing, um, working in the studio with other people like to do features and things like that. Um, they had just coming off of a Grammy nominated era, uh, that, you know, had a big hit with do it. They've done really well for themselves, made quite the name. I think they really showed that they were stepping into their own womanhood with this project. Um, and especially Chloe performance wise over the past, I would, I'm gonna call it six to eight months. She's really been like turning up. Um, and I thought it was really interesting that, okay, before I jump ahead. So yes, Chloe and Hallie growing up started doing individual projects. They create, finally created their own Instagrams because prior to this, they've had all shared socials, shared Twitter, shared Instagram, shared, etc. Um, they finally went off and created their own Insta uh, individual Instagram so that they can, you know, do their own individual things because A, they're not twins. B, they're not joined at the hip. Um, they are about, what, two years in age difference? Correct. Um, and they're, they're growing up, so they deserve their own spaces. Also, monetarily, it makes more sense. Um, because they can get individual marketing and, you know, individual bags. Um, so yes, Chloe started posting, you know, on her socials quite normally for a 22 year old. She was doing the, um, busted challenge. Silhouette she challenge. She did a silhouette. She, listen, she took the silhouette challenge and knocked that bitch out of the park. Cause you hoes was standing here in red light. She said, baby, I'm gonna give you a little blue. I'm gonna give you a whole routine. I'm gonna give you a whole routine. This isn't just gonna be like a, a, a an outfit change or no, 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 a little no, no, piece no. of titty and a little piece of a little piece of butt. Performance. She gave you a performance. Do you know what, what I love about her so far? What? Is that she commits? She commits and she also studies. Yes. Oh yeah, she's well studied. She's well studied. Very she commits well studied. to what the fuck she's doing. Yeah. Yeah. So she did her um the silhouette challenge and then it was there was it was like a three three strike shoes kind of out situation it was the busted challenge where the first people were like oh yes you're cute i and i'm about to cape for chloe but i thought it was so funny because i was like that busted challenge was not all that like y'all gave it tens across the board i would have gave her nines maybe not I, I no, I, I i did thought chloe won the busted challenge not to me i thought she won breathe the runway um there's I thought, a few I, I thought brie was cute but I, i'm sorry i just i to me chloe just she got it she aired it i i, I agree I, with mm, i agree with hallie she won that's cute for y'all <laughs> there's there's a there's a few people that i would put prior to chloe bet mostly because of the shoe she was wearing um oh. i've just seen a few i've seen a few girls really clear it and yeah like she looked great yeah she looked great don't get me wrong that body bodies the body bodies. It oddy oddies. But you know, I agree. Like, Bree, Bree's Bree costume. Bree was fucking it up. 
was more intricate. It was a little bit more like showy. Fuck the intricacy. The knees, the quads <laughs> were quadding. They were quadding, bitch. She was fucking it up. So anyway, so yes, the first strike was the busted challenge. People loved that. They they ate that up. Yep. Then came the silhouette challenge. And yep. people also ate that up. Ate it up. And then came, which was the simplest of all, she was wearing um, underwear and a t-shirt, saging her room to some music. And people took that and shit went left. It had already started veering a little, but it went completely left. And people started attacking her, calling her out, saying she's thirsty for attention, you know, saying that like she has more to offer than just her body. I saw the word hoe thrown around a few times. I've seen I've seen the hoe. I've word seen hoe. She why is she acting like a hoe? Yeah. Uh, I've seen a lot of oh she's too young for this. She's like she's not twenty two years old, about to be twenty three in July. Um, I saw a lot, and I for me what I thought was so perplexing about it is four months ago everything that y'all are her her because let's let's call a spade a spade. What people are attacking her for is utilizing her sexuality. Yes. Is, to, to, she, she's wielding it to her to advantage. To her advantage. Yes. To her benefit. Uh-huh. She's taking full ownership of her own sexuality and, and her own and, sexual and identity. And not allowing people to speak for her. Exactly. And, not, and it's not curated around anything. There's no, yeah. there's no longer... There's, here's what I was going to get to. For the past six... To, those same six to eight months where Chloe has been going off on stage performing, people use that same sexuality, that same sex appeal, that same fire, that same vim, if you will, to wield it against Hallie. Yes. And it was, ooh, I can't wait for Chloe to go solo. Hallie's not bad. She's, you know, she's boring. Chloe's which, sexy. Which, which those things are not true. Hallie's a badass Far, bitch. A bad bitch. Yeah. Far from it, right? But I thought it was really interesting that people went from praising Chloe for this, these things to then trying to weaponize them against her to tear her down because no longer is it subserving to them. It's not the sexiness, the fire, the attitude is not for performance. It's for her everyday life. Mm -hmm. It's getting the attention of, of men. Mm -hmm. People are not paying more attention to her than ever before in a sexual Mm -hmm. manner, because Mm -hmm. let's call a spade a spade. The, the busted challenge that was cute. The silhouette challenge. People said, now, wait a minute. Yep. Ass is being thrown. Yeah. Arches is being arched. Uh Okay, mm-hmm. legs are being split open. Things are happening. Mm-hmm. And then when she followed that up with the the yeah the smudging the smudging uh-huh. in the in the the, the flesh colored panties, mm-hmm. the men were going up. Yeah. And then the people, and I'm gonna specify this because it wasn't just women, because there were a few gays, you know, peppered in there. I'm sure there were some theys and some thems peppered in there. So I'm not gonna just call it women, but audiences mostly women. Um, started attacking her for wielding that. And to me, it was really interesting because what that to me is when she was certified, oh, that's a bad bitch. Yeah. So I wanted to have a discussion around the history of bad bitches. Because I don't think society realizes, and it's Black History Month, so this conversation is going to be geared towards our black women. So are the Marilyn Monroe's bad bitch, the, um, the, um, Britney, young Britney, because that was a bad bitch. Um, yep. Betty Page from the 50s, bad bitch, but she white. Yeah. We're going to, Anna Nicole Smith, bad I, bitch. Bad bitch, she's white. definitely wrote her down. Right. So yeah. we're going to, but we're excluding them from this. This, this is an Africans 
only live <laughs> kind of moment. Come on, Africa's only. <laughs> so I wanted to discuss. Come on, Umar. <laughs> <laughs> so I wanted to kind of go down in history because, you know, I'm a Fenty stan. So for me, this is my area. I've been here before. The backlash, the, the a woman owning her. That's, listen, that's Brianna. Right. So but I kind of wanted to, to discuss a history of, of bad bitches. Now, let's be very clear here. There's going to be some people that listen to this and go, well, Michelle Obama is a bad bitch. Yes. But I'm not talking about that kind of bad bitch. Right. Michelle Obama, to me, I wouldn't consider her a bad bitch. I personally wouldn't. She is um, that bitch. That bitch. But she ain't a bad bitch. She's not a bad bitch. There's a difference. A that, bad... bi- that bitch is boss lady. Thank you. Bad bitch is I don't know what the fuck she does, yeah. but why does she walk in this room and gag everyone? That's it. That's a bad bitch. That's a bad bitch. I can't. I don't know what she does. Yeah, I don't, but it, it don't even matter what she does. It don't even does. matter what she what? does. guess what? That is a full-time job. Exactly. That Thank makes, you. That makes her a bad Being bitch. a bad bitch is your full-time job. Uh-huh. Let's be clear. The bad bitch is what all the Instagram girls want to be. Uh-huh. That's what they've molded themselves after. That's what they've molded their personalities after. They're, they're, they've curated Uh that experience yes yes right so i just kind of wanted to discuss bad bitches through history and time and kind of have a conversation about them uh so the first person that i'm going to put on this list is josephine baker Ooh. josephine baker josephine josephine when was your what was your first introduction to josephine baker um josephine baker honestly my, my first introduction to her was probably in the her, the movie that the 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 iconic, um, oh my gosh, her Lynn name Whitfield? Lynn Whitfield. Thank you so much. Lynn Whitfield played her and was well, I think won an Emmy for that. Mm-hmm. If I'm not mistaken, Lynn Whitfield, her um, depiction of her, and mm-hmm. then, um, and then and then I more when 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 Beyonce paid tribute to her. Yes, and so. Fashion rocks, Fashion two thousand and six. And then, if and, you know, you know. And then, and then, and then, Beyonce kind of did, did more Josephine Baker stuff. So that I was like, okay, who is this woman? So then I began to research about her mm-hmm. life and that, you know, she she moved to Paris. She was and civil rights activist. She was active. She was she, part was, of the she was queer. She was queer. Yes. And and, and so I just really begin to see like, wow. She was the first black woman to start in a motion picture, by the way. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. And what I love most about Josephine Baker is that she was like fearless in her right to own her desire at exactly. a very at a very young age and in, in, in the twenties yeah when when black women did not have that right. Now granted Josephine Baker also had privilege because she was a lighter skinned um black woman. Mm-hmm. Um and she used that to her advantage. You know, she she used her power and her proudness to be able to, you know, get what she wanted. And when she realized that these motherfuckers in America was trying her, mm-hmm. she took that she she took that ass to Europe and mm-hmm. became a superstar. Yeah. You know what's so funny about that? What? All of that is Rihanna. Mm. The girls weren't really... The U.S. was cute for Fenty, and then Good Girl Gone Bad came out, and then... Well, really, she's always been more praised internationally, because people don't really know this, but a girl like me, internationally, that second album that people like to call a mixtape, Numbers. S.O.S. S.O.S. Numbers. Australia and Europe ate that shit up. Mm. But we're not to Fenty yet, so I'm gonna get there. <laughs> the the next person on my list is Eartha Kitt. Eartha Kitt. Yes. So Eartha Kitt to me is such a bad bitch. Yeah. She used her whole body, her whole existence, and everything. You know how Tyra always says, "Pose with your whole body, from your toes to like the top of your head." That was Eartha Kitt to me. But like her whole existence. And I always think about that iconic interview of hers when um, 
<laughs> they 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 asked her fuck i forgot compromise compromise i mean the men i have to compromise yes compromise for what <laughs> yes thank you friend. yes like i that that clip of her mm-hmm. is is definitely legendary and so i'm definitely not compromising for no niggas out here not the now not so now I, so I, I respect her and and you know she was in catwoman yes i was just about to say and um yeah a bad bitch super baddie super bad bitch um, another person on my list, Pam Greer. Mm. I mean, she is the queen of black Greer. exploitation. Yes. You know, Pam Greer was the first pinup poster girl. She was you that know. bitch. Again. And, and she's, and, and, and also, she's also like, she's referenced mm. in every. In, in music. In music. Movies. Fashion. Fashion. Everything. Like, she is, she is the mood board when it comes to like. Strong. Black women, yeah, strong black, black women. women, yeah, um, and 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 being dominant and not being ran over by men, right? You know, like Pam Grier was a cop, she you was. know, and still sexy, and still at sexy the same time. at the same time. At the same time, speaking of sexy, next person on my list is Donna Summer. Mm. I wanted to include Donna Summer because I don't think Donna Summer gets given her flowers. I don't think people realize the kind of a talent that she possessed and how she utilized her ability in like the most brilliant of ways. Like she sang her face off. People don't really realize that like she sang the fuck down and the fact that she was confident. And I think the seventies was such a time. Like, the music was so sexy. It was so grown. Like, the live instrumentation. Like, Donna was just a bad bitch. Like, she didn't care about what society was going to say in regard to her moaning, damn near coming. That's where Janet got it from. On a, a record. Like, Love to Love You was what it was. Toot toot. Hey. It's just what it was, was what it was. Yeah, very sexy. Very. You know, um, and also she was a darker skinned woman, which, she was. which I think is also, also also something to point out. Yes. Um, in that time where we know um, there's a thing called the Jezebel complex. Yes. Oh, I'm so glad you mentioned that. I was going to talk about it. Go okay, ahead. good. Yeah. And so I just think that where this depiction of, of, of black women's sexuality has often been like fetishized mm-hmm. and, and it's been like only their, their bodies and their bodaciousness has, has been praised and... Mm-hmm. Um, I just think that for Donna Summer, specifically, like specifically for her being a darker skinned woman, for her to be so well received and so popular, mm-hmm. um, I just think that's like wow, she was one of the first sexy black dark skinned women owned it. that I remember. Yeah, that I remember because you know, like, yeah. Speaking of sexy black dark skinned women, that's actually the next person on my list, Grace Jones, mm. the first international west indian baddie yeah grace jones was sexy and she brought androgyny and sex together she was avant-garde she was strong she was domineering she was also sultry and she was uncontrollable and i think that was and it is still my favorite thing about grace jones you cannot predict you couldn't predict what Grace Jones was going to do. You didn't know what she was going to wear on stage. You didn't know what she was going to say in interviews. She was the hundred emoji 
everywhere. Grace, and she did it all gracefully, just as her name stated. It was, I, I go back and I watch old interviews with her, and I'm just in awe of how, like, she herself she was. Mm-hmm. She like, I mean, I think she had to be mm-hmm. because she didn't have that typical look where it's, right. you know, um, conventionally beautiful. She had strong, striking features. features yes. And again, she, she was, was a tall. dark, she was a dark skinned black woman, like right. not light brown, not caramel, not, not, not caramel. She was dark skin mm-hmm. and the way dark skin people are received in the world is different. Absolutely. And so, and, and I think for her to be, again, as iconic as she is, she's mm-hmm. another woman that is the mood board. Absolutely. There are so oh, many across, women. Without uh, You know, there's so many Khalees, women Gaga, and men. Fenty, everyone has pulled from her. That, that pull from Grace Jones. Um, Kylie Minogue has pulled from her. Mm-hmm. So everyone many, has pulled everyone, from her. Everyone, everyone. Beyonce has pulled from Grace yeah. Jones. You know, so it's like, um, bad bitch. But, but I also do think it's, it's something something to be said about this conversation that we're having is that mm-hmm. one thing that is consistent with all these ladies is that they um, are unapologetic. Thank you. And I, I'm sure you're going to say that about Fenty when you yes. get to her. <laughs> she has Y'all that, know I got like a, a monologue you know, you know, You know, th- all these women are, are very unapologetic and they're yes. very... Um, they're very intentional yes. about the desire that they have. Not only like the... The, the way that people receive them, but the mm-hmm. desire that they have to own. Right. That's at least that's how it's projected to us. Uh, to to me. us. Right. Yeah. You know, speaking of unapologetic, um, Janet Jackson is next on my list. Ooh. Janet. Talk about the standard. Mm-hmm. She control was the beginning of it for her. Control was her good girl gone bad if you will, or I should say good girl gone bad is Rihanna's control out of respect. Um, I didn't realize how much Janet owned her. And the reason why I wanted to include Janet where I did is because there's, there is a perception that all these women are the same in execution. And it's not the case. Donna executes very differently than grace does. Janet executes very differently than an earth, an earth, a kid would. Um, or, or a, even a Grace Jones would, I think Janet had like a, I'm going to own my sexuality, but I'm going to be like coy about it. Mm -hmm. Like, yes. Very sensual. Very sensual. Mm -hmm. It was very come hither, but she also at the end of a song said, oh, I didn't get to come. Yeah. Like, and that was in the nineties. Yeah. Late nineties. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I didn't come yet. Yeah. Like. Who else is doing that in the late nineties? In the nineties period. Yeah, like 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 that direct. That direct. You know, it wasn't there's know, like, a there's a and like, and I don't want people to hear this list and be like, oh, there's other sex there's there's a difference between sex sexuality, sensuality, and vulgarity. Yes. Correct. And vul- all of these women in my personal opinion. Like Adina Howard. Right. Is vulgar. Vulgar. Freak like me. Thank you. There's a, there's a, and the reason why there's a, it's important to note that is a lot, often all women step into the world of sensual and, 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 and come hither, but not many times do women feel comfortable stepping into vulgarity because vulgarity is uncontrollable. Mm -hmm. Vulgarity is not 
propped up by anything. There's no mitigating it. There's no there's no placating it. Vulgarity is what it is. Mm-hmm. It's direct. It, it's it's confrontational, if yes. you will. Because it's going to ruffle feathers. Exactly. And people are going to be like, they're going to question their own state of being. Exactly. From your radicalness. Exactly. Um, I wanted to throw in Ma Rainey. Oh, absolutely. In yes. this conversation. I'm not sure if you had her, her, no. her on the list. No, no, go ahead. But specifically ready. because she's not conventionally beautiful. She's not. She was a big, bold, bodacious woman. Yes. But sexy nonetheless. Exactly. And why she was so sexy is because she owned her, her image. Thank you. She owned I was actually going to do a little uh, sh- shout to her and... Um, Bessie? Bessie. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. They, they, they both of them owned yes. it. And you big know, black sexy, big black sexy women. women. And what's interesting about Ma Rainey is because she didn't really come to fame until thirty years after she got started, right? And later into her career, later into her Very career, into her career yeah. you know, like she was you know, touring the Chitlin circuit doing mm-hmm. her thing, but she didn't come into pop success until later in her career. And it's yeah. like when she did, people loved her. Yes, they worshipped her. All the men wanted her, mm-hmm. despite stature, despite you know background they wanted her because right. of just because how he, bold she was because here here's the thing it's not about what society tells you what what men want mm-hmm. that's cute for some of y'all that's cute for some of y'all. but when you have the sauce uh-huh. they come get it from you when you walk into the room and you own it they say now who's that bad bitch right you know what i'm saying who is that who is that who Nene is said that? now when i walk in the room I own it. <laughs> when she walk in the room, she, she almost owns it. owns it. Nene's not on my list, though. Um, She's not on your list? No. No. Next my, my uh, she ain't sexy? No. Next on my list, somebody that owns it. Shout out to Lisa Renner. Own it. Um, <laughs> Little Kim. Ooh. Little Kim. I had to include Little Kim. How could you not include Little Kim? Listen, I was going to put the Foxy. Blue, the blueprint. I was going to put Foxy Brown on the list. Shout out to my West Indian goodie. But then I said, you know what? Foxy's not as iconic as Kim. She's not as iconic as Kim. Yeah. Kim. And also, I feel like Kim was a little bit more in your face. Yes, a I agree. A little bit more vulgar. Yes. Foxy Brown uh, Foxy was, was very... She, I'm not gonna say I'm not. I would never call her a cookie cutter. No, not at all. But no. Foxy Brown was very. She was a very skillful rapper. Right. And I and, and she, she's also an intellect. Mm-hmm. So I do believe that with Foxy Brown, she came from a position of skill, sex, and intellect, mm-hmm. where the Kim was like vulgar, still in your face, in your face still very sexy though. Trend setting. Trend setting. And and there is an unfortunate part to Kim because she has. One of the things I think a lot of the women on this list do is move by the beat of their own drum mm. continuously. Yes. Throughout their career. Yes. They they do their own thing. They are their own entity. And I feel like Kim got a little lost along the way. Yeah. But there's still no denying that nineties and early two thousands Kim. When you look bad at bitch. when you look at Cardi B. When you look at Saweetie, when you look when at you Nicki Mulatto, when you look when at you Nicki look Minaj, at everyone. You, when you look at all these rap girls, you have to yes. go back and look at Lil' Kim from 97 yes. to 03. Yes. Fuck 03, 05. 05. 05. Okay. 05. You, you have to look at Lil' Kim. Her tra- from, from her trajectory, mm-hmm. fuck from 94 to 05, is mm-hmm. her, it's, it's the blueprint yeah. of what you do. Kim had endorsements, fashion. Fashion. She Real like first, high fashion. She was the first high fashion rat bitch. High fashion. Yeah. In Drip and Chanel, where they were sending her racks and she racks of clothes. She was the muse. She was the muse. Dolce Gabbana. She was 
She was the muse. Don't make me keep going. Right. She was the muse. Um, speaking of fashion, the next person on my list is quite controversial. It's Naomi Campbell. Oh, yeah. Duh. Listen. Duh. Naomi is a bad bitch. You can say what you want to She's about her. She's the bitch. You can feel however you want to about Naomi. People have their qualms. I have mine as well. But that is a bad bitch. Yeah. She's never caved. Nope. She's always been Naomi. Yep. When everybody started buying ass and hips and, and boot, Naomi said, no, I'm going to stand here slim. Yep. I'm going to stand here toned as fuck. Yep. I'm going to stand here tall as fuck. Yep. And I'm going to work this runway. That's it. A bad bitch. And yes, yeah. she was throwing phones at people directly in their face. Yeah. But when you're a bad bitch, I was gonna say that when you're a bad bitch, that happens. You tend to act up sometimes. Because sometimes a bitch, listen, when you're a bad bitch, you don't want to, you don't want, you don't ever want a bitch to think that they, they, can, uh, they ever can pull right, it on you. Right. And I'm sure that assistant had did some fuck and, shit. And there's a few other people that have bopped the bitch in the face with a, a listen. Fenty <laughs> bopped the bitch in the face in the, with the mic. And also some money, right? Yes. Did she throw a lot of dollars at, yes. at the nigga from BT? Yes. Now, now that right there is a legendary meme. Fuck out my face, nigga. Fuck out my face. Nigga. <laughs> so yes, um, Naomi Campbell is on the list. Now the next person on the list, again, I grew up in Miami. I gotta include her, Trina. Yeah, it's in the name, Trina. Who's the baddest bitch? Who's the baddest bitch? She's she's the baddest bitch. Trina. Trina. Yeah. As raggedy as she was last year, and she pissed me off. Oh, she's very raggedy. I'm gonna include her on my she's list. She's so raggedy. Because listen, Trina took the everyone that came before her, and she gave the girls a manual. On how to be a bad bitch. Mm-hmm. She put it in the music for the children. Yep. And I was one of the children. Yep. Okay. She taught you what to do. Yep. She taught you what to look out for. Mm-hmm. She taught you how to how to spend your money. Yep. Listen, she Trina taught us about investing in ourselves she before did. anyone else did. She did. She did. Okay. Go get you a condo, ho. Tell them. Buy Get some property, bitch. Some investment, some stocks, some bonds. She didn't play that. She she didn't she didn't she didn't play that bubblegum bullshit. No. And also, I mean, Trina single handedly produced City Girls. Without question. Mulatto. Mulatto. Yes. Um, a lot of a lot of what we see now stems. That's from all Trina. It really does. Yeah. She said, "Listen, she said, I'm representing for all you bitches. Blah blah. I'm representing for the bitches with all eyes on the riches." Mm. No time for little dicks. You see, the bigger the dick, the bigger the bank, the bigger the bands, the better the chance to get close to his rich friends. Uh huh. Okay. So, okay, Trina was talking about networking. Net- Listen, Trina was together, talking friend. about networking. She said, build a network. Uh-huh. Okay. I'm going after the big man. Yeah. G string, make his dick stand. Wow. Use what you got to get what you want. That's it. Okay. Listen, mm-hmm. Trina. Now, what I just heard us. is how you go to a tastemaker mm. and get those investments. That, that's what I heard, too. That's Bad what bitch. I heard, too. Bad bitch. Bad bitch. Bad bitch. Okay. Next on this list, Robin Fendi. Rihanna. Now, I really sh- honestly didn't want to just do this whole episode about Rihanna. <laughs> but listen, but you know, could have. I really could have. Because <laughs> a lot of what we're seeing, and honestly... We're, we're, we're joking, but a lot of what this episode is about is women who can own their sexuality and stand up in it. Because I was actually really sad when I saw Chloe make that video of her crying. I was sad, but not because she was crying, but because that to me said, 
she's not a bad bitch yet. She hasn't really owned herself yet. Because to me, when you're a bad bitch, you're not going to cry about something like that. You're going you're gonna to see it. You might be like, oh, okay. But you're going to keep it moving. You know why? Because you know who you are. Mm-hmm. Chloe is still finding her bad bitch. Yes. And that's also why y'all haven't heard her name yet. And I'm going to put her where she's going to go. And I'm going to explain why you haven't heard it. Because if you can kind of tell, it's been a little chronological up until this point. And we've skipped a certain someone that's definitely a bad bitch. But she had to grow into hers in her 30, 30s. The, the reason why I, I chose these women is because these women, in my personal opinion, have had the world on their backs said about them. They've been called everything. They've been shunned in certain communities by their own community even right but they still held their heads high and they still did what they needed to do and that is what robin fenty did and i think she's probably the most in my personal opinion i'm just gonna go ahead and say it she's the baddest bitch of our generation because everything that she has been through you've never seen rihanna sweat you've never seen her like really and i know she does She's not, she's human. I know, she, I've, I've seen certain moments from her where I'm like, okay, things are affecting her. But she puts her heads up, and she doesn't even need to address it all the time. She just kind of sees, oh, that, that's what y'all doing, and keeps it moving. Like, and she's had to go through a lot from domestic violence and watching the whole black community, well, not the whole black community, let me specify, a large portion of black American media turn on her a lot of celebrities, a lot of these same girls now that are here modeling and are getting paid by her for Savage X Fancy were talking shit about her on the internets years ago. Because why? She was sexual. She owned her shit. She put her pussy right on Instagram. Not literally, you know. Figuring. And people had a lot to say about it. People had a lot to worry about whether she was married to material. material. Is she, is, she, is she a role model for girls? All these different things because of patriarchy. And we all stem from patriarchal society. Even back in 2010, people weren't fully comfortable enough, despite us growing up under Janet, looking, Trina, and all those people that I've already mentioned. There was still regulation as to the, how women were allowed to present themselves, especially on social media, because that was a new space. That was a new world that we hadn't really seen before. P- everyone wanted to, to market themselves as like these perfect, well put together, you know, everything with a bow on it ass bitches. And Fenty said, no, everything doesn't have a bow on it. Everything isn't always pretty, but I'm still a bad bitch. Regardless of what's going on, regardless of how, if I put on some weight or not, regardless of, of, of if the relationship worked out, regardless of if the album came out or not. I'm a bad bitch. I'm going to build this brand. I'm going to build these businesses. I'm going to get these hits. Y'all thought I was going to be a one-hit wonder. Yep. yep. That didn't happen. Yep. Y'all thought everything you thought. Every, you everything we thought about Rihanna was 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 it was untrue. Right. I thought Rihanna was going to also be a one-hit wonder. A lot of people did. When I first heard Ponder Replus, oh, I laughed. Yeah. And I, I chuckled. Like, a lot I, of the girls like, oh, this is cute for you. It was cute. I was like, oh, this is cute. But she, but she won't be here. Right. And she's still here. She's still here. And that is why she's a bad bitch. That's why she's a bad bitch. And also, she's a bad bitch. You I'm know, that that same tenacity, that same, like, decisiveness we talked about with, like, all the other ladies, she has that too. Mm-hmm. But also, she doesn't give a fuck. It doesn't. Rihanna does not give a fuck. And that goes back to my point and, about and, Chloe. And you can, and yes, and yeah. you can tell Rihanna does not give a fuck because she does not put 
her energy into making things so pretty. Right. And so perfect. Perfect. So well put together. So well, how, how Beyonce does. Right. How Whitney Houston did. Right. Perfect example. Who I would call a bad bitch too. Yeah. Because Whitney, Whitney and see, I don't think Whitney ever really got to step into her bad bitch publicly. I, I absolutely of, think she did. Because I mean, of Clive Davis. Look at her interviews, Diane Sore. I mean, look at look at the the. I, I feel like with Whitney, it is her bad bitch was in off season Whitney. That that reality show, yeah. Her Wendy Williams interview, yeah. Um, just that off the cuff stuff that we saw from her. That is, it's like that in the vault stuff that right. if you have to be a real fan to know about, right? I feel like that's when we saw the Whitney was like, I don't, I don't really give a fuck, fuck. right? And I've never gave a fuck. fuck. I was doing it because that's Clive when, Davis. That knew. was the <laughs> that was the environment right. of how that's that's how you became a superstar then because of Clive Davis. Because, yeah, him. like that's that, why that's, that is how. They marketed you. Right. And Beyonce had that same thing. Right. You know. Um, but yeah, Riri is definitely... It. She, she She's in a league of her own. Without question. So without question, Fenty is like, in my personal opinion, the baddest bitch of the digital age. I think she ushered in a carefree um, attitude that didn't even say necessarily, I don't give a fuck. What it says to me is, I don't give a fuck about what you give a fuck about. Yes. I give a fuck about what I give a fuck about. Mm -hmm. I'm worried about what I'm worried about. And the things that you happen to be worried about right now are not what I give a fuck about. Mm -hmm. So I'm going to let you hold on to yours. Which is, that's a place I think all people in the public eye need to get to. Whereas you give a fuck. Because everyone gives a fuck. I don't care who you, you are. Everyone gives a fuck about something. But not everything. And mm -hmm. I think I can't wait for people like Chloe to get to that point where it's like, I'm not going to cry after I post a video where I'm proud of myself, where I look good, where I'm celebrating my body, my image, my, my, my whatever. I want her and I want all people, young women, men, even, because I think it's a very impl important place for a lot of men to get to, to say I'm comfortable. Because that's what really I don't give a fuck says. Yeah. I'm comfortable with who the fuck I am. Regardless of whether it bothers you or not, mm -hmm. I'm comfortable. And I don't need your, your validation. Thank you. Either way. You know. Thank you. Respect. And that's what a bad bitch is. One thing I want to add with Chloe is that I listened to maybe maybe about five minutes of her life. And she was talking about, you know, that she struggled with body issues. She mm -hmm. struggled with self-esteem. Mm -hmm. And she was saying that, you know, she felt like she was celebrating her body. Right. You know, and I appreciate that. And, and I... You know, a part of me kind of thinks that, of course, she was crying because, you know, she she's a person. She reads the comments. She saw right. it. But also, I think a part of it was like. She's also a cancer. Triumph. You know, they cry about everything. You know, like she thought, I think, you know, it was like a, a very triumphant moment, moment for her too. Yeah. Anyway. I have two more people on this list. Bet. Beyonce. My queen. Yes. Now, see, I know people are like chronological. Beyonce has been out since before Rihanna. Yes, that's true. However, yes. in my personal opinion, mm -hmm. I don't think Beyonce stepped into her bad bitchness until after she had Blue. And that's my personal opinion. Beyonce was always sexy. I mean, she's built. Look how she's built, naturally. She's sexy, right? She's always done sen sensual, speechless, you. But the same Beyonce we get post-Blue is not the same Beyonce we got. And I'm going to go ahead and say this. I think Rihanna had something to do with that. I know the Hive hates whenever anyone brings that up. But I feel like Beyonce seeing that someone could be still so revered, so successful, 
and so carefree. I think as she said to herself, maybe I don't got to be the robot my daddy wanted me to be. Maybe it's okay for me to let my hair down, for me to post pictures with me and my family. Maybe it's okay for me to show some personality, for me to have some fun. Because 2006 Beyonce would have never been ass naked in the Everything is Love. No, that. no. I, I, I think there is some, there's absolutely Because she had an ass out. Validity. Like ass out. To what you're saying, because I think that's what I'm, that's why I brought up the whole Whitney Houston thing. Right. You know, when we think about Beyonce, I don't want to compare Whitney and Beyonce because they're not, but their careers, no, none of these women but are. their careers are the exact same. Very, yeah, very. Their careers are the exact same. We talk similar. about being movie stars, being pop stars, being just stars yeah. around the world. They, they have very, very similar careers. Curated by men. Cur- and then also careers, cur- exactly careers that careers that, that are curated by machines yes. that have their own vision of what it takes to build a pop star woman. Right. You know, be quiet. Don't show too much of your life. Only right. be, you know, be, be very one dimensional right. in the sense of how they present to the world. Right. And, um, I think that with, to your point, Beyonce, she absolutely saw that, oh, you know, I can also show more, but still keep a little bit of something. Yeah, to, to yeah. herself. Yeah. So I, 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 I definitely think that Rihanna helped with, but not only with Beyonce, with this, all of these artists. Yeah, no, she, that are, that's what that, I'm saying. She changed the digital are landscape. more free yeah. and that are more forthcoming with. Yeah, for men and women, I personally. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I completely agree that Rihanna definitely. Was the catalyst for that yeah. change? Kind of like how Britney Spears. You remember, like in the late '90s, how when Britney Spears used to wear low riding jeans, and everyone was like, "Oh my god, she's." I don't know if you remember that. that of course, she was like, "Oh, why is she wearing?" And then all of a sudden, everyone had low riding jeans. And then one of the most iconic moments of uh, uh, Degrassi, I don't know if you remember this, was when Manny came to school in those low riding jeans, and she had her thong showing, mm. and the girls lost it. And I was like, "That's Britney. That's Britney's impact." But we're not discussing white people. We're not. <laughs> Africans only lie. <laughs> so yeah, I wanted to add because I, I feel like late Beyonce in her thirties is it just and it just goes it's proof to show the bad bitch comes when you're ready. You're for ready it for it. Not everyone's ready for it at nineteen. No, not everyone is. Because I you guys, I feel like I'm just not getting ready to step into my bad bitch alone. Listen, I'm putting on one shoe at a time. I feel like it's just I feel like I'm just now getting there. Right. Because I I. I still care. Yeah, Listen, I still care. Must like Beyonce. I care. <laughs> I care. Yeah. you know, but it it it's like an onion. You know, yeah. you start peeling it off layer by layer, chopping it up. Right. And you know, I feel like there are some some layers that I am peeling. Was like that's like wow. This. Mm-hmm. So that's what that's been the entire time. Yeah. So it's fun. Yeah, it's fun peeling back the layers to to get to your inner bad bitch because we all have an inner bad bitch. Right. It's just if we want to let them out. Right. And play. And speaking of letting out and play, I have the last person on my list. Who is it? Lizzo. Absolutely. Lizzo's a bad bitch, and I'm a, a bad I'm a, bitch. Let me go ahead and I'm a preemptive a few things here. One, I don't love Lizzo's music like that. I'm gonna just yeah. tell you the truth. It's very campy. It's very written for a black woman, a big black woman at that. Um. It's very, a lot of her, especially in, in the beginning, a lot of my issue with Lizzo was I was uncomfortable because I'm like, is this really who you are or, or is this cosplay? I wasn't sure. I wasn't sure because let's call a spade a spade. We've seen it done before in other aspects with 
with people that come in and they're big and they're boisterous and they have this personality and they're all in your face and it's a lot. And you're just like, whoa. And then you realize like, oh no, that's just them. And I, that was my thing with Lizzo. At first I was like, I don't know if you're really comfortable in your body or if you're just all about debasing us. <laughs> I don't know if you're, you really want to show yourself the way you're doing it or you feel compelled to. And the more that I've seen Lizzo operate and the more that I've seen her just... Because a lot of it, in my personal opinion, is still performative, right? But I've also come to understand that, like, there takes a certain level of bad bitch within you to even be comfortable in perpetuating that performativeness. Absolutely. I mean... most people would be If it's so, not authentic, then you have to keep doing it until it feels real to until you. Until it feels real to you. Until it feels real. And that's that's what that's why for me I real I don't realize like in the past six months, like, you know what? Lizzo, you are a bad bitch. Absolutely. She's a bad bitch. I mean because Lizzo loves Lizzo. She does. And 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 the scrutiny she faces yeah. is unreal. Yeah. And I, I, I and she takes it very, very well. well. She Back to my point. It very you well. You see Lizzo crying on the live she talking about something. She very Lizzo well. be like, "All right, y'all don't want my ass to be out. Cool, cool, cool. My ass still gonna be out. Yeah, yeah. But but I get it. But I get it. I get it. <laughs> she takes with a grain of salt, right? You know, and I I, I appreciate that. Yeah. Like I, I I appreciate how she handled the whole Diddy thing. Right. Bad bitch. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Okay, cool. After that happened, a whole week later, her ass still was out again. Still out. You know what I'm saying? It's like, right. it, it, you, you get what you get. Right. And I agree. Some of her music, it, it, it sounds very much like uh, Sierra Pep running music, some of it. Yes. But Lizzo has such, like, distinctness to herself mm-hmm. that she pushes past that, like, commercial that like commercial shit where it feels a little bit more authentic. Right. I agree. Yeah. Do you have anybody else you want to add to the list? That was my last person. Um. No. I. I think. I think I really just wanted to like you know Ma Rainey and and uh, yeah, Bessie, Bessie. were the people I thought about and you, yeah. you you know Lil Kim you did her you did listen. Great job. You friend. You you, you hit all the high notes. Thank um, you friend. I can't. No. Yeah. Mm-mm. Those are some bad bitches. And if you're if someone's not listed, comment. Tell us. Please let us know. I I know and there's say, a few names that y'all forgot y'all, this bitch. Right. And again, this is an African. Missy Elliott. I was gonna put Missy on the list. Is a bad bitch. I was gonna put Missy on the Missy list. Missy is a bad bitch. I was I was gonna put Missy on the list. I was. The only reason why I kept Missy off of the list because I think she's. I would slide her more into the that bitch. That category. bitch. Ooh. I think Missy rides the wave. She she does. She I, Missy. I Missy the hybrid. I if there's a hybrid between that the, bitch and bad bitch, bitch, Missy would be right in the middle. Right. Because Missy can go either way. Either way. I've seen Missy Either be way. bad bitch. I've seen her be vulgar, and we've seen her be I've bad seen bitch. Her be, exactly. I was. I really wasn't a her on my Yeah, list, but I was like, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm a slide Missy her more came into that to my mind. Yeah, Missy for certain to me is a hybrid. Yeah. Um, honorable mention. Honorable mention. Honorable mention. Um, that takes us right into our grown and gay this yes. week, which is about reconciling with your parents. With your parents. Because it, it's a very grown Yes. Um, our, our, grown and, our grown and gay, if you if you are a first-time listener, our grown and gay segment is um, the adult version of our growing up gay segment. Our grown up gay segment is more so about uh, issues or topics that we want to discuss from the viewpoint of two men that grew up 
gay and black. Whereas grown and gay is from the viewpoint of now two grown and gay black men. So mm-hmm. sometimes they get a little racy or sometimes they get a little introspective. Yeah. And this is one of those times where it's going to be more introspective than it will be racy. Um, because like Malik said, we're discussing reconciling with your parents. So Malik, is when did you first even realize that you might have to reconcile with who your parents actually are? When my dad died and he never apologized for all the bullshit he put me through. Mm. When I was, when I was up, up on that funeral stage... And I said, God damn it, he was he was a human man. He made mistakes. Yeah. And he was he was he was he was flesh and blood. Yeah. And he fucked up a lot, but I still love him. But I still love him. I still love him. And yeah. and 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 not only that, you know, having to realize that once you really once you really begin to re- see who your parents for who they are, mm-hmm. not. And, and you like let go of, you detach the fact that they're your mom and dad and all the things that you expect from them when you uh-huh. realize like this is how they grew up right. this, these were, this is this this was their circumstance right. and when you really, their rearing is not their responsibility exactly and you know and then I just had to kind of just do the math and like wow you are you, you hold human in these streets right. and, and I and I and, and they're and, and although you hurt me because right. humans hurt each other absolutely I have to do the work to, I have to be responsible for how I feel about that the same way that they should have been responsible for exactly the way they and, and the, the one mm-hmm. thing I will say our generation has as a benefit is that these things are now discussed mm-hmm. Wild, widely widely they're widely. discussed so we yes. have language we have um, tools we have References, references mm-hmm. of people that have now had these conversations on podcasts, yep. on TV shows and documentaries, where we can kind of we have a, a, bit, a bit of a leg up that our parents didn't have because yeah. they were so focused on staying forward and, and making sure that they do what's right and, and being steadfast, if you will. Mm-hmm. Um, they were just trying to get by. Yeah, we we have a little bit of a chance to take a step back. Yeah, because I don't think everyone's parents got a chance to take a step back and like really view things. For me, I always say that, like, I, I, from a very young age, my, both of my parents were, un, unbeknownst to them, <laughs> doing a very bad job of, of just being parents. I, I grew up with the, the reality that my parents were individuals at a very, very young age. At seven, eight, I kind of realized, okay, mommy is more than just mommy. I feel like for a lot of people, mommy is a, this superhero kind of person, whether good or bad. Well, I should say whether you realize that superhero is good or bad, because it might be a supervillain. Some of y'all parents, wow. Um, <laughs> it just some listen, but we kind of don't realize that like our parents ha- had their own lives, and I always jokingly say that like my mother was like, okay, I got three kids, but what? I'm still gonna travel. I'm still gonna go back to school. I'm still gonna go out with my friends. I'm gonna do all this while being a mom. Uh, a mom. Yeah. Right, and it wasn't. And funny enough, my mother kind of, we had about three, maybe four years ago. No. Yeah. About three or four years ago, we had this big blow up where I kind of brought the fact, brought up the fact that like my mother didn't shield us from the fact that she was a woman who had um, a marriage that didn't work, um, relationships who, and I brought it up as a positive because our my my parent my mother raised me to be very independent, very 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 independent. I'm talking about from a very young age. I could to fully take care of myself. My mother spoke to me like an adult. She leaned on me like I was an adult. And there's benefit to that, but there's also consequences. And I was discussing it from a positive standpoint. And my mother got really offended. 
she got really offended because she was like, no, I, I, you know, I'm the mom. I was a mom. I was always there. And I was like, no, you weren't. <laughs> you weren't always there. You didn't always do the motherly thing. Yeah. You, you, you weren't. What's really interesting is that you and I were talking a few, a few, a few weeks ago, you and I were talking about being caught in between so many worlds. Yes. And want to be everything for everyone that sometimes we yes. realize that, hey, we're sucking in a few areas. Exactly. And, and I think hearing that, it's like, but, but wait, I, Bro, I, it, I, was, I, I wasn't, but you was, were. That was literally, my, yeah. that was literally the response that yeah. my mother had. It was kind of like, wait, 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 what? Uh-huh. No, no, I wasn't. It was like, no, you, you missed recitals. Yeah. You didn't help me with homework. Yeah. You, you weren't. There, but it's okay. It's okay because you're a human being, mm-hmm. and you can only be so so many so places, much in yeah. so many places. Uh-huh. I don't hold any grudge towards you, but that reality is that reality. Is that reality? And then I, I it came up with the same thing with my father and his father. He wasn't a good father. Mm-hmm. He he wasn't, and that has impacted you as a father. Yep. But I'm not holding it against you mm-hmm. because I realize, again. You weren't responsible for raising young you. Your mm-hmm. father was. Mm-hmm. He dropped the ball. So I can't blame you for the ball that he dropped. What I can do is hold you accountable for realizing the ball was dropped. Yeah. And moving differently. Yeah. And that's reconciling, in my opinion, with your with your parents. That that's it. You know, there has to be some type of truth. Absolutely. How does that truth make you feel? Mm-hmm. Why is that truth real to you? Right. And then what the fuck are you going to do about it? Exactly. That's it. We all have a choice here, you guys. Grown and... I'm really happy with this. This is like grown and gay this yeah. week because it's so real that like as an adult, even like it doesn't matter how traumatic your experience was, mm-hmm. we are responsible for that shit. At the end of the day. At, at, the, at the end of the day. Yeah. Because everybody's going to be dead, listen, gone. Life is not what happens to you. It's how you respond to it. How you respond to it. Woo. Beautiful. Oh my gosh. With that being said, we'll take a quick break. And we'll be back with On The Timeline. Hey, y'all. It's Malik. Aren't you tired of hearing those queens lecturing us? No? Well, I am. So we want to hear from you. Have a question, comment, or some messy tea? Write into the show for our Spill It section at growingupgaypodcast at gmail.com. Now back into the show. All right, so we are back with this week's On The Timeline. If this is your first time listening to us, the On The Timeline segment is quite frankly what the name is. We are going to discuss topics that are popping on the timeline. Um, The first topic that we wanted to discuss is Gorilla Glue. (laughs) (laughs) My God. What's her real name? Um, I do not know the young lady's name. Let me look at this, let's look at this girl's name. Um, All I know is she, so if you were on social media this week, then there's a nine out of ten chance that you saw her a. Her name is Tessica. Tessa. Ooh, Jessica with a T. Okay. <laughs> Jessica with a T. <laughs> Tessica. I'm guessing her daddy's name was like Travis or something, and her mama's name was Jessica. Tessica so Brown. Tessica. Tessica. Not Tessica Brown. Tessica Brown. Right. Uh, <laughs> TV. TV. Uh, Jessica Brown ran out of her gots to be. If you know Ooh. what gots to be is, it is a uh, aerosol spray that that. People use to setting spray, to set, yeah, yeah, to, to set spray. wigs mm-hmm. and lace fronts and those things. They kind of keep them in place. Um, so sis ran out of that and said, "Ooh, well, I ain't got time to go get." It. She's from New Orleans. I love a New Orleans accent. Me too. I love a New Orleans accent. So she decided to use Gorilla Glue's aerosol spray, <sighs> the extra strength one. My God. My God. My God. My God. 
Now, why? And I, I saw a lot of discourse in regard to this. First, there was like the jokes and you know the usual, and then there was like the the stern woke. We as a community need to stop laughing at at um, stupidity at, at Tessica, you know. and, and and stop asking the question why didn't she read the label and start asking our questions, or start asking ourselves the question of why does she feel the need to slick down her edges? Is it because patriarchy has told us that our black hair isn't? I said yes, valid, but who the fuck? Who is going there right now? Is going there right now. Because she should have read the label. I don't care. It's not like she bought Gots to Be and had that result. She used Gorilla Glue. And my thing is, sis, what were you thinking? What were you... But but, but you know what? I get what she was thinking because Elmer's glue does not stick like that. Right. Okay. Sis sis said, I need these edges to lay. I need this, this, this... ponytail to sit to be tight to be tight and let me tell you something that shit's still tight the shit looked fresh y'all and then what made it worse was and this goes back to reading this goes back to reading she kept utilizing water to get it off and it made it stronger that makes it stronger it tightens the bond exactly it tightens the motherfucking bond so that only made things worse this bitch running around here with a goddamn cast on her head so she's now at the hospital yes she is and how are they going to get that off? Let me tell you something. I saw she's been posting like little videos for people mm-hmm. helping her. The dermatologist said, you need to see some acetonosis. I feel bad for her, y'all. I because I don't know what's going to be the, the fallout from this. Her hair. Her, I think she'll lose all her hair. Yeah, that's gonna be the fallout. She's, literally. But I need, I need all my wig specialists to tap in. Help, help sis out. Please send Tessica a wig yes. once, once is all. She, Tessica needs at least ten units. Yeah. Yes. Y'all need to send her girl so so she can have. She's some, gonna need something for church. Yeah, because I, I look, I want, I want her page, and she was, she always changed her, her hair up. Yeah. Before this, she was always getting her hair done. She's gonna listen. She's gonna need Megan, the Stallion, Nikki. Y'all send y'all people over. There. Send send y'all send best Kellen. Is his name Kellen? Kellen Derrick. Kellen. Uh, Alonzo um, Arnold. All on. Uh, Tokyo Styles. Tokyo, I'm tapping in. Tap tap, 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 in. tap in. Tap Tessica out, y'all. <laughs> like like we we, we got to cover our sister because. <laughs> Real, because this is hard times. Listen, her edges in the sick and shut in. <laughs> I tell you, bitch. Whew. I know her hair is hurting, 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 hurting. Her scalp is mad at her. She gotta have a headache. Oh, absolutely. Because that shit is like, it's, yeah. it's rock hard. I ain't gonna lie. The video of her when she was like, and, and I'm gonna show y'all. I can't get it off. I'm gonna get the soap. And she started washing and her hair was like shh, shh. And when she was wiping off with a towel, the conditioner. And it was just sitting. I said, my God. My God. It's nothing she could do. My God. <laughs> now, on to somebody that doesn't know God, Van Jones. Oh. <laughs> he doesn't know mine anyway. Not my King Jesus. Not mine. Um, so Van Jones. <sighs> Van, you guys, Van Jones went he just, on. He makes me so weary. The the, does he make your butt itch a little bit? I don't want to give him that much credit. I don't know uh, nowhere near butt. He was on the View last week, and he received an uh, well, well, well. He's on the View promoting um, a movie that he, well, a documentary that he produced with Megan McCain. It's called um, Reunited. Which that says it all. <sighs> that one sentence, a documentary he produced with Megan McCain. Yeah, that. We can stop right there. <laughs> but 
it does can, says it all. We can shut the that's door the tweet. right then. That's the tweet. That's the tweet. <laughs> that's the tweet. Um, but no, Auntie Auntie Anna Navarro. Ooh, she wasn't having it. I stand for that woman. She should replace Megan. I know that I know why they're not gonna do it though. Because it would just be too it'll be too favorable. You need a little You need something you need to break little, up. Break it up. Friction. You need some friction. So Megan has to stay on the show. Now they could get someone other than Megan because she doesn't do anything but my father. <laughs> my father. Girl, and, fuck your daddy. Yeah. He he did one good thing for us and that's when he stopped the um that, that whole um when the Senate was trying to strike down yeah. um Obamacare. Thank you for your services. But Anna Navarro, she confronted Van Jones. She listen. She put his truth directly in his face. She did. Sonny did. Serving and Joy did. Oh, Sonny did too. Sonny read him. Sonny, Sonny said the black community don't trust you no more. Sonny's who I stand for. I mixed up. Sonny. Yeah. Sorry. Sonny. Sonny's who I stand for. Uh-huh. Anna was a Republican. Well, she is a Republican. She is a Republican. But she's like a one of those Republicans with sense. She's a real Republican. Right. She has sense. She has sense. Sonny is who I stand for. Yeah. I'm sorry. I don't stand for Anna. And I, I don't got no beef with you. But Sonny is who I stand for. I'm yeah. mixing their names up. She served him mm-hmm. his whole truth. Yeah. And he was not ready for he it. He wasn't ready. No. He wasn't ready. Mm-hmm. He wasn't ready. It was mm-hmm. brilliant. It was gosh. brilliant that read she started. She him. that That's a read. That's a read. If you didn't listen to the last episode. She served him a read. That was a read. Because it was off the cuff. Well, obviously, she was reading, but it sounded it was it was it was, it was off the cuff in the sense it was off the cuff, of it was direct. She, it it was, had been on her heart. Yes, she was she she was feeling that. She was, and she wanted to let his ass know what time she it did. was. And most like and, and most like and, and like like most niggas, he tried to mansplain himself through it, telling us about his record. Where he's a like, nigga, fuck your record. Right. We that's not what we're discussing. We're, we're not discussing how many slaves you freed. Thank you. We're discussing how you continue to enslaved. prop up white supremacists. And people that enslaved. And, yeah. So you want to free the slaves while being friends mm-hmm. with those that enslaved. You that don't get a golden really, ticket that don't really because you friends. free some people that are... That, only to then have them be propped up by the slave masters. And, and that are only enslaved because of the slave masters. Thank you. So no, Uncle Tom, you do not get a, a cookie. You do not. Go straight to jail. Straight. Now, taking that van for some good news. <laughs> <That's funny. laughs> for some good news. Um, well, not some good news. This is some. This was an interesting. This was another. Okay, social media is so interesting to me, and stands are so interesting to me. So Beyonce recently released the new edition of her her um, Ivy Adidas, Park Ivy Park mm-hmm. collaboration. The Icy Park campaign. Icy Park. Which, can I just say, ma'am, February's almost over. The girls don't get maybe three weeks in them looks, and then they gotta pack them up. Unless you live in, like, Alaska. Hey, she says, she says, she's, she's banking on to be in a cold March. <laughs> March? She's banking she on She better bank on to be a cold April and May, bitch. She's, she's banking on to be a cold March. She's, so she's the shit giving... comes out February 18th? Exactly. So by the time they get it, it's gonna be March. Hey. She's like, Y'all got one month to turn looks. She's back and that's on it. it being a cold. She should. She know she should have dropped that a little earlier than that. That shit should have came out in January. In January, right after the last drop. Yeah. But I get it. She want to space it out some. She, but <laughs> baby, the season. Fall, winter, listen, the seasons are the seasons are only so long. Right. Especially when right now, if if if, if, if you go in the mall, they already have spring stuff out already. That's what I'm saying. Anyway, so 
what I wanted to discuss with the Icy Park collection, you know, it features Gucci Mane, which I thought was brilliant. Brilliant. Perfect. That was great. Um, also features Haley Baldwin. Now, from a Bieber. marketing... Right? Haley Bieber. Well, she is a Baldwin, but she's a Bieber. She's married to Bieber. Oh, okay. Yeah, she's a Baldwin originally. Oh, I didn't know yeah. that. Okay, cool. She's a Haley Baldwin Bieber. So, yes, Haley Bieber. Um, she... And I will... Listen. Haley's a Scorpio. You know... She turns the fits. I'm not knocking Haley at all. But what I thought was really interesting is there was a discussion on the timeline of like, oh, why didn't she include Sweetie? Because, mm-hmm. you know, Sweetie's the icy girl. Yeah, she so is. So if you got Gucci Mane, who's Mr. Icy, yeah. like, why not have the icy girl? Like, yeah. there were, it was it was this very, like, general consensus that people were just like, oh, I'm really surprised Sweetie isn't with, in this because it it's so perfect, mm-hmm. right? And then also there's the whole Black History Month thing. Why do you got white women being props up in it? But that... Isn't the discussion? Yeah. Okay. The discussion was why isn't Sweetie in there? And then I saw what was really strange. Back to Haley. I didn't know y'all liked Haley Bieber this much. Listen, I am so far removed the from, children, from stand culture at this point. And that's the thing. I am too. So when <sighs> I I tapped in for that one second because I kept seeing the whole oh it should be Sweetie and I, again I'm not that invested because I don't care that much about any part of this campaign. Yeah. I ain't buying it. No shade. Yeah. It's cute. I'm just not buying it. Yeah. And I also am not a sweetie stan. So I don't really, I, I'm not that invested either way. But what made me want to discuss this was I, I clicked, I tapped in, and where's the sweetie? Tap, <laughs> tap, tapped in. And I started seeing all these black people being like, oh, y'all don't know what the fuck y'all talking about. Haley's a bad bitch. I saw somebody refer to her as a global superstar. <laughs> for what? I said, baby, for where? For Which what? Globe? What did she do? How was she a superstar? I didn't hear about this woman until she married Justin Bieber. I, I never had heard of her before. I had only heard of her because, she, like I said, she does. Haley does have good taste. She's a she bald gets, one. She gets the fits off. Yeah. I'll give her that. Like, she can dress. She gets the fits off. And she did wear a lot of Ivy Park when it first. Really, she kind of came into a lot of popularity when she, she basically took Princess Diana's whole... Um, athleisure moment from the, the 90s or late 80s or 90s one of those two no, I think it was the 90s and like recreated it and that was like her aesthetic for mm. like a season and people were like oh we like this it was back when biker shorts were really popular yeah so she did like a lot of biker shorts and like college crew necks yeah. kind of moments and that and of course Justin Bieber has shot her into you know superstardom apparently yeah global <laughs> global global superstar global superstar <laughs> but I saw a lot of discourse where people were like Talking shit about Sweetie and and saying how Haley was the best, and I just wanted to discuss it because I want to say y'all need to stop lying. It's perfectly okay to tell people that well that Sweetie wasn't chosen. Next, that's it. That, and I don't have to lie, and that's the tweet. That's the tweet. Yeah, you know what? I I think sometimes people really get caught up in defending their person, but mm-hmm. but forget that they they're so propped up they don't need nobody. To defend them. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? Beyonce does not need me to come to she her doesn't. saving grace. The bitches are still going to buy the, the looks. The bitches are still going to buy the looks. Despite, bitch, she, Beyonce could have had me modeling it. Thank you. And, it, and bitches still would have been like, oh, bitch, sickening. 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 And, and that would have been it. It still would have sold out. It still would have sold out. It still would have. You don't have to lie, Craig. No. Speaking of lying. Oh. SZA. You said that. Yes. Now, please tell me what happened. Because <laughs> when you said I was thinking like, what? So back to staying culture. Listen, let me tell you, I'm I'm removed much like you, friend. 
But every now and again. Oh, now we keep our ears to the streets. We keep our ears to the streets. Come on now. Come on, you got to. Gotta keep. I gotta. Got to. I gotta see what y'all niggas talking about. Got to. <laughs> um, so there is a Twitter account by the name of Blue Tints. Um, they are followed by a bunch of my followers. Mm-hmm. Not a bunch, about six of them, right? And they SZA. Okay, so SZA tweeted. So I've never owned a television, and I want to know what's the best brand. What? You know the pouty eye emoji. I want one now. And the girl or person, because I don't know if it's a boy or a girl. Them. Them. They. They. Uh-huh. Uh, tweeted, SZA is, a patholo- SZA is a pathological liar. It's so funny. <laughs> she lied. And then under that, because mind you, this tweet has 56,000 likes. Oh, wow. Right now. Right? And 7,000 retweets. Oh, wow. And under that tweet, she put, she lies about the stupidest shit ever. Her age, having freckles, being a marine biologist, not having a TV, and God knows what else. Right? (laughs) And then (laughs) it just, the barrage of posts stemmed from there. Because here's my thing, and I'm going to sit SZA down for a second. (laughs) She's a liar. She is a liar. She's a liar. Damn. SZA has been lying about a lot of things for a lot of time. Really? Oh, yes. And I kind of feel bad for her, and I kind of see her. Is it her, or is it the machine? No, she's a liar. Oh, fuck. She's been lying since Tumblr days. When she sees a run, she's been lying since then. Damn. She is a liar. Oh, my God. Bitch. She had freckles. She claimed she had, she had all these freckles. And then when people started asking her questions about her freckles, like, damn, why do you have so many freckles? Like, is it, who in your family would you get it from? da, da, da. Then she turned it into she had a skin disease that left her freckled. No. Now tell me, have you ever seen SZA with freckles? Never. Thank you. Have you seen freckles? Never. It was all makeup. Because people started, and you know, I love Kelly Rowland, but Kelly Rowland does the same thing with beauty marks. So there was a, a, a post that went viral a few years ago. What well, kind of viral? That was like all of Kelly Rowland's pictures where her beauty marks kept moving. moving. You remember that? Yeah. I remember that. So someone did the same thing like that with SZA. And they was like, why do her freckles ain't freckled? <laughs> <laughs> right? So the freckles was the first lie. Okay. Or I should say the second lie. Because the first lie was her hair. SZA, back in her t- Tumblr days, was known for having this massive yes. fro. Right. This big, billowing hair. And people always asked, oh, is that like real? And yeah, she would always say it was her real hair. Oh. It was not her real hair. It was not her real hair. It was not her real Okay, hair. so she pulled, what's that nigga from New York? The you Exactly. Benji, somebody, what, yes. whatever. I know, you don't got to go. Yeah, you know what I'm talking know. about. Yeah, we know. If you know, you know. If you know, you know. <laughs> right? And then another lie that she's told, and this one doesn't get clocked as much as the other ones, is her age. How old is she? Quote, unquote, 30. She's really 31 or 32. Okay. Because on her first, one of her first projects put out, it's Estate 1989. Oh. And this one to me was really funny because Drake is messy without even knowing he's messy. Drake put out a, uh, he was not featured on, on, um, fuck, 21 Savage's uh, new mixtape, or new album, sorry. Um, It was his new project with uh, Metro Boomin. Mm Mm-hmm. Right? And in, in the song, he talks about how he used to fuck SZA, like how he uh-huh. misses used to date or whatever, right? And people were like, record scratch. You dated SZA in 08. According to math, she was either 17 or 18 in 08. Oh. And you were definitely about 20, 21. So why was a 21-year-old dating a 17-year-old? Mm. And people started coming at his neck. Right, because according to her, if you're born in 1990, and it's 28, 28 mm-hmm. 2008, yeah, 
She's a no, uh, uh, a November or no? She's late October, baby. She's a Scorpio, right? The How ma- the math ain't math. The math ain't math, friend. Oh my god! So people were looking at Drake funny, and and she came out and was like, "Haha, um, no, it's not what you guys think. Uh, I was of legal age. It's okay. Don't talk about it." And I was in, I was in my corner, like, mm, "What you don't want to tell everybody is you wasn't really born in 1990." That's why it wasn't a big deal. Damn. Cause you wasn't really born in 1990, so you grown pussy. Damn, you just Sizzle. don't want people to know that you grown pussy. And then I think the funniest of all her lies, though, was the the fact that she's a marine biologist. That is the most far fetched thing I think I ever could hear. But yeah. I see why she's saying that because she wants to have like that smart girl she, narrative. SZA wants to be. I'm this, different. She's hashtag different. <laughs> I'm different. I'm different. She's she wants to be this like ethereal, yes, whimsical, yes, like <sighs> yes, this yes, the big natural hair, yeah. She's vegan and and it's so funny. People even started clocking her veganism because like she tweeted like two years through like you no, know, I think it's like three or four years ago that like she would be vegan, but she's allergic to most veggies and and fruits. <laughs> Y'all should see the look on Malik's face. But now you vegan. So, ma'am, how? This bitch. How? <laughs> Tell me. Tell how? Me. <laughs> <laughs> wow. So, so SZA really be out in these streets lying. SZA is a liar. And yeah. then the funniest thing to me is, you know how they said she's never owned a TV? The girls started clocking her. No, a TV on the motherfucking wall. Is that her her house? In her, her house with a TV on the wall. I've never owned a TV. And then I thought it was so funny. There was also a tweet of her talking about that was the big hair she claimed was hers, by the way. Which bitch? Anybody? Bitch, come on now. Stop playing. I don't even got to zoom in. Yeah. And Malik can see that's not hers. Um, I thought there was another one that I thought was so funny. She had a tweet about how she hates cake and how she's never eaten cake and then she just finds it so disgusting. And this was a recent tweet, of course. Cause not of her eating cake. And then people pulled up the old pictures, like four of them, like, ma'am. <laughs> ma'am. Here's pictures of you with cake, eating it. Here's the thing. The internet is so vast. You, I'm t- listen, you cannot play with folks on the internet. It's 2021. You cannot play on the internet like that. Because they will I, fact check you in real time. Listen. What, what, what don't y'all understand? Like, let me tell you something. And I get it. She wants to curate the image of herself that she wants everybody to see. And I respect that. As a Scorpio who likes to control the narrative, I respect that. But what I don't respect, sis, is how sloppy it is. I was gonna say it's just so sloppy. It's so sloppy. It's so sloppy. If you're gonna curate the image, do like Christina Aguilera did with her errors. Commit. Commit. The whole time. The whole time. Rooted to the Twitter. Like that bitch commits to the era. Commit. You yeah. need to commit, Susan. Stop lying. It's although I will say it's funny. It's it's Actually, this hilarious. A lot of joy last night. It, now that's funny to me. This shit was hilarious. So yeah. shout out to Blue Tints, um, and shout out to being a liar because it's funny. <laughs> it is funny. It's actually because she's not the only one that's lying. No, not at all. You know what I'm saying? But no, but, listen, yeah. all the celebrities lie. All of them lie. They all do. You know who's a, a liar? Who? Beyonce. Oh yeah. But she's phenomenal at it. Oh yeah. She commits. Yeah. yeah. And Beyonce has also made sure that. When she's controlling the narrative, uh huh, she's the only one that can control the narrative. And that that and that and that's the story you're hearing. That's the it, that's the tweet. That's the tweet. I say that's what I said. Tweet. And guess what? The bitches that could say other words got NDAs. Goodbye. Bye.
So the last thing that we want to discuss when we get out of here, long episode, um, music videos. Ooh. In general, first I just want to say I'm very thankful that music videos are back. I think I discussed this once before on the episode on the show as well. I am very thankful that music videos are back. They are back. Because since about 2019-ish, late 2019, the videos have been videoing. But especially 2020 and 2021, now that streaming is a thing, like, I'm very, very thankful the the videos are back. Yep. Like, there's been some great videos this year. The Best Friend video with... Um, um, SZA. I'm not sorry, that's SZA. Saweetie. Saweetie. And Doja Cat. Cat. That was a great one. Um, I wish we could have got, could have gotten a video for Savage. I wish we could have too. That would have been sickening. It would have been so sickening. Yeah, that would have been a moment. Um, but no, two videos that I want to discuss are Cardi B has her new music video and her new single, Up. 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 Mm-hmm. If it's up, then it's stuck. Then it's stuck. And that's period. Um, and that's all period. And I love that expression. Sh- I do too. Shout out to Sean Bankhead. He did the choreography for the video. Mur- I thought the video was great. Murder the choreography. Mur- murdered the movement. I thought the video was great. Listen. <laughs> she was, Cardi was moving. Car- Hold on. I, I want to say this. Cardi Jackson. I tweeted this and said, one thing I love about Cardi is that she keeps, um, she keeps she commits and she, she keeps top, she keeps topping herself. Yes, she is her own competition. She is, and she's dancing. Yeah, and her dancing was it, it was more than just twerking. Right, she gave she me some. She gave me she gave me some footwork. Yes, she gave me some nasty hip hop choreography, and she committed to I, it. And, and here's my thing: I will say I, I love Sean Bank as a choreographer. Mm-hmm. I don't think everyone needs to utilize him. Everybody can't use him. I I kind of want people to start getting, especially some of our our women, to start working with. Different choreographers mm-hmm. give us some options. Yep, because 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 we can tell when it's the same person, right? You know, although the, this video was very cutting edge and was very good, but I can tell yeah. Sean Bankhead. Yeah, I want I want to start seeing Paris Gobel utilized more because yeah. I, I want to see some softer movement. I want to see some I more could, feminine. I could throw my phone at you because that was just. I want to because because I I I do think. And I also want people to realize, less footwork is Uh not always a bad thing. And if you can't execute it, you can't execute it. Thank you. Because we have to have to understand, moving fast is a skill. Thank you. It's a skill, and all that intricate movement. And speaking of that, Megan the Stallion. Let's usher it on in. Crybaby. The video came out. Yeah. Um, I didn't realize until watching this video. I don't really like that song. Like I, I love the the um, hook. Uh-huh. I love the production, but it's way more the baby than it is me. I never realized that. I don't know if it's because I, I didn't listen to Good News like that. I don't like that album. Love Megan. Don't like that album. Um, and I think because I haven't listened to it much, I always listen to the first part of it. Friends and his dad hate me, and then that part, and I'm like, oh, it's my, that's my. And then watching the video, I was like, I don't really like this song. Mm. But. I, I appreciate the fact that they committed. I will say, the music video was stupid. Mm-hmm. I wish they would have gone in a different route with it. Mm-hmm. And I wish, again, less movement for Megan because it's hard to sell. Mm. They, the girls are getting Normani level choreography mm. and they don't need it. And they're not Normani. They're not Normani. Ooh. I need us to tone that down a little. Ooh. Sean Bankhead got a Bankhead just a little bit less. Ooh. Maybe Sean East Point. Oh, and not Bankhead. Oh, and the Jaquel Knight needs to. And the Jaquel Knight, Jaquel brunch maybe. <laughs> okay, 
Yeah. Chocolate afternoon. Afternoon. Slow it down. Slow it down. Too much. Too much. Too much. <laughs> Too much. <laughs> we need we need we need Sean Buckhead. Wow. And we need Jockwell Afternoon. God damn it. I see what you're saying. We just need a little less. I, I see what you're saying. I I I think that one thing I I one thing I, I appreciate for, for about the bar, though. about um Frank Gatson's yes his eye right is that it was refined. Let's discuss some legends really quickly. Frank Gatson's when eye it comes to creative direction was is refined. Yeah, and it was feminine focused. Right for the people he was choreographing for. Right in Vogue, Destiny's Child, Beyonce, Rihanna, right. Rihanna. Right. Um, their movement when he was working with them was it was it was it was feminine. Yeah. And it, it was also, and I, and again, this is just me as a creative director that's never actually been a creative director. This mm-hmm. is my my fake, you know, everyone on Twitter's an A&R. Uh-huh. I'm an I'm a creative director okay. in my head. That's, yeah. my, that's what I really should be doing. Somebody used to hire me. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to be like the black William Baker. I have it. It's just no one will hire me. Okay? <laughs> um, I'm serious. Hire me. Um, you have to know who you're creating this for. movement and this visual uh-huh, for uh-huh. and how much of it they need to sell. Yeah. Because, again, I don't need Megan Thee Stallion doing what Normani should be doing. Yes. I need Megan Thee Stallion doing what Megan Thee Stallion should be doing. Mm-hmm. And as a rapper, especially one that doesn't lip sync, because mm-hmm. I, I, I don't need everyone to be lip singing now mm-hmm. because they're trying to keep up with the choreography, because mm-hmm. that steals a, takes a little bit away from performance. It absolutely does. does. It does. Sorry. Right? We need to give you a cute one to hear. That's it. A cute one to hear. And sell that song. And have everything else sell the, the, the visual. Sell the visual. Maybe when you go on tour, we'll do a live breakdown mm-hmm. and give you a little bit more of a moment. A few break, a few breakdowns. A few breakdowns so you can sit in. Yep. Sitting, sitting your dance pussy. Yep. That's what you want to sit in. Yep. But everyone doesn't need to be Janet Jackson. No. Let's leave that to Nash, to Tanache, uh-huh. to Maya, uh-huh. to Normani, uh-huh. to Sierra. Uh-huh. Like, let's leave the. Full... I blame Beyonce. Let me tell you why I blame Beyonce. Because well, in, yeah. in, in this in this day and age, everyone everyone but wants even... to give the moment. The moment, but see, back and, to Beyonce, and they think that the moment is full production, no. full choreo, full full choreo, Beyonce, full everything. Beyonce knows it comes in pockets. She does. Beyonce is a pocket dancer. She is a pocket she dancer. She will fuck up a pocket. She'll fuck up a pocket. And then she will get out of it. And then she'll, yep. yep. And that's what the girls aren't doing. Yep. I need you to get out of the pocket. Uh huh. Okay? Yeah. Because if you notice, when Beyonce got to do Countdown, what, listen, what did she say at Revel? Because I have to, I need to sing this song. I thought they sing the song. So, so please don't over choreograph. She specified, because I have to sing the song yeah. live. So please don't over choreograph. So please don't over choreograph. And mm-hmm. that is the point. That's the point. Okay, you can't be J Lo. Yeah, cause J Lo not singing. Cause J Lo's not singing. She just she's just dancing. J Lo's mic can be backstage, <laughs> <laughs> or or at Ashanti's house. Or at a, well, no, it can't be at Ashanti's house. We don't want to hear that. It could be backstage. Yeah, much like Selena. I always say Selena Gomez can leave her mic in the rapping because it's not being utilized, and that's fine because that's where they are. Yeah. So I just I just need again I I I commend the girls for trying to reach the bar. I appreciate the bar has been raised. Like, everyone's rising to the occasion. I really do. I just want us to realize that we all don't have to wear the same outfit to brunch. Mm. I said, be fabulous, not wear what I'm wearing. Yeah. Okay? That's what I said. Be your version of fabulous. Be fabulous. But don't be me, bitch. Don't be me. Because we can't all be... Everybody can't be Janet, baby. Mm. The mic... 
Yeah. <sighs> wow. Yeah. That's the that's 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 the tweet. And that's the tweet. And that was this week's episode, y'all. Mm-hmm, yeah. We hope that you all have enjoyed. Please make sure you're telling a friend to tell a friend about the show. You know, make sure you're rating us five star on iTunes. Make sure you're leaving us comments. Make sure you're sending us emails if you have questions. All of that. Please get in contact with us if you want to ask us, if you're nosy, if you want to know something, you know. But with that being said, we hope you all enjoy. We all hope you all have a wonderful week. And we will catch you all. We out. Next time. Holla. Bye. Bye.